The following audio is via a Skype call. Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Hey, I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm here with Megan, Megan Edge, everybody. And we get to bring you these amazing conversations about what it is that each and every one of us can learn in life, how we can take the heart's journey, how we can move through and look at our lives as we play on the edge. Playing on the Edge radio show is this hit show that Megan Edge has put together, and it's all about radical change with ease. Megan, it's great to have you here. Today is really a really cool show in that we are going to take people on a journey, right? We are going to take them on a journey, Pat, and it's going to be a very personal journey. Uh, in fact, I want to share with everybody, both our listeners and our viewers, how nervous I am. <laughs> for today's show, because this is truly the first time that I have stood in and spoken of or about what was going on behind my closed heart as I entered into my heart's journey. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I wouldn't want to do it with anybody but you, Pat. Oh, Megan, thank you. I mean, you and I both know how powerful and how important a conversation like this is. Mm -hmm. And uh, the body of work that you do in the world, what you're called to do today is work with others like you, like your journey, like me, like my journey, so that we can know deep, deep, deeply in our hearts that we can become all that we want to become. Absolutely. And and don't you then believe that our truth can leave the way, just like you're talking about today. I believe it is the only way to mm-hmm. lead the way, is to be able to, first of all, know what our truth is, and that's part of the journey, is in understanding what is true for us, and then having the courage to stand in that truth, in ownership of our own reactions and responses, and in responsibility for how we then take that story and lead with it and show up in the world with it. Mm. And what I created in The Heart's Journey, the, the story that I share in the introductory book, in the guidebook, is only part of the story because there's always more. And I know that we get to places in our lives where we're ready to go deeper. And so when I wrote that, the original story, which I, which I hope to share with you today, yeah. when I wrote it, I had gone as far as I could go in that, at that point in my life in the healing that I had already done for myself. And in sharing the story, I was able to connect with a lot of people in a lot of amazing ways that I didn't anticipate uh, once I put that story out into the world. It was so beautiful, the support that came back from that. Mm-hmm. I now find myself six years later in a place where I'm ready to go even deeper. Yeah. You know, 
this is really an invitation for so many people today to really trust themselves in this journey. And for you, you know, you're going to be talking about now, what was it like in the beginning? What was it like in the beginning? And what have you shared in your book? And what's the expanded version of that? Because you talk a lot about body pain and you talk about what you were going through, um, you know, from the hurts and the betrayals. And, and so today, let's start the conversation with what that was like then in the beginning. Beautiful. I, I would love to share, to start this, I'd love to share some of what I wrote originally in the book. And it begins like this. I would like to invite you into my story. These Healing Heart Oracle cards began with a wake-up call in my life. At the time, I was married to my love of 20 years and raising our two beautiful girls. I had left full-time work to be my daughter's primary caregiver, and life seemed fine. To the outside world, I had a happy and supportive relationship, a loving home, and close friends. I was an outgoing, confident, and strong woman. Except that I knew my life wasn't fine. I had known for a long time that I was deeply unhappy and that my unhappiness felt like a failure on my part. My husband and I had created unhealthy dynamics that spoke of a different reality than others could see. And I did everything I could to hide my pain from myself. I carried hurts and betrayals that had collected over many years, holding them in my body like open wounds. I didn't have the energy to really look at the situations and expectations that existed within my marriage that kept me from my path. And I didn't want to be solely responsible for the changes that were so desperately needed. Trials and challenges, joys and celebrations exist in every relationship. We had plenty of each and we were best friends. Imbalances in our dynamic had begun to show over the years though. The year before I committed to what I now call my heart's journey, my husband announced that the upcoming year would be the year of Megan. He acknowledged that the past decade or so had been about him, and now it was my turn. And so I took him at his word. I already knew that I wanted to expand my spirituality. I wanted to remember myself. The self who had become wife, mother, and homeowner needed to reunite with the self who was deeply curious about everything, those parts of myself that knew that there was more to life than the daily grind. Deep inside a stirring pushed me to show up in a much bigger way and become the healer I had always wished to be. I was not new to the study of metaphysics. As a child, I constantly questioned the world around me, seeking answers that made sense to me. I considered my big book of fairy tales to be my first textbook on the subjects of metaphysical and supernatural. I would pore over the detailed and intricate pictures, always delighting in finding the hidden fairies and other woodland folks within its pages. This early fascination provided me with a sense of there being something more in the world around me. While at university, I was active in the goddess community in Halifax and was a voracious reader of the Seth material by Jane Roberts. Along the way, though, through marriage, children, home ownership, and nine to five, I had lost my connection to the mystical. I found myself needing to reconnect as much as I needed to breathe. One day, Doreen Virtue's Healing with the Fairies, Messages, Manifestations, and Love from the World of Fairies 
literally fell off the shelf of a local bookstore landing in my hands. I spent two days reading it, then bought all of her books, knowing that I would meet her and take her training. Her approach to healing inspired the blueprint for my own healing work and my future healing practice. I admired her courage to come out of the psychic closet and share her impressions and visions with her clients and with the world. I envisioned myself already in her angel therapy practitioner's course, using her manifesting techniques that she shared in her books. Nine months later, I was standing in a room of 144 like-minded people in Laguna Beach, California. The experience was eye-opening and life-changing. Once home again, I jumped into my practicum and received my certification to practice. I was all set to hang out my psychic shingle and help people navigate their own life paths. Yet, with deep change rippling beneath the surface of my awareness, pain filled my life. And it's that pain that I was holding in my body. And it was with a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, actually, that my, my own awareness of how the ways in which I had navigated and managed those hurts and betrayals were starting to show up in my body in such a profound way that I could barely move. And I had these beautiful little children to look after, and I was in this body full of pain. And what I had to recognize was that all of the times when my husband fell in love with somebody else and I let it be okay and I made it work for both of us for lots of different reasons, I held a little bit of the pain of that in my body and that pain built up. It's like I was collecting it in the various parts of my body to the point where Things just weren't moving anymore. My body wasn't moving. My spirit wasn't moving. My soul wasn't moving. And he and I weren't moving anymore. We weren't growing with each other anymore. <laughs> when we get to that moment, when we get to that realization, and let me talk about it as an awakening, because it is, Megan, isn't it? It is. It's an awakening. Yeah. And it is such an important mm -hmm. level of awareness to have because when you have that level of awareness, you can't go back. No. Right? You know, as much as we try, we try to go back, you yeah. know, we do our best. We do all sorts of things to go back. Um, yeah. You have new insight. You're in a new place. You're having a new dimension of who you are in the world. Mm. And, you know, as you were reading that, I was really struck by what courage that takes mm -hmm. to have one's heart open. But if, if we don't, the alternative to that is so painful, isn't it? It is so painful on so many levels. And I wonder from a place of pure curiosity, what the numbers are of people who are walking around in the world right now, full of wounding, and their body hurts, and they haven't made the connection between the physical manifestation of those emotional wounds and, and, the, the, and that relationship, right? Because modern medicine doesn't tell us that. It doesn't give us that connection. Even our spirituality often doesn't give us that connection. There's such a disconnect between the mind and the body and the emotions and the body at this point. Until I was able to 
receive the diagnosis of fibromyalgia and then hear this very painful thing from my doctor, mm-hmm. which he said to me, it's all in your head. <laughs> and what I knew is that it wasn't all in my head. It was all in my body. And I didn't get it at first that what he meant was that it was all in the way I was thinking. And it was all in the things I was believing about myself. Because with the all the times that my husband would fall in love with somebody else, I would get a little bit smaller. Mm. And I would start to, I, I started to believe that I was not. Mm. Yeah. That it didn't matter to him what I was feeling, that my no got weaker and weaker and my boundaries became invisible. And so even though I would stand up and say, okay, enough is enough. I need you to not fall in love right now. I need you to not be in love with somebody else while I'm pregnant with our children. I could say that and it became evident to me that it didn't matter because the behavior. Yeah. 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 And you know how many women right now and whether you're in a heterosexual relationship or not a heterosexual, it, it doesn't matter who you love, you know, when that person you care for leaves emotionally and or physically and or psychologically and or spiritually, there is a pain that comes from that that we don't talk about. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Megan about now that you've got the wake-up call, as they say, that you wake up and smell the coffee, <laughs> or do you even forget that there's coffee to make? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs> The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Tune in to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. 
Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day language, that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source. You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature. Yeah, Benny, thank you. Very cool. Very sweet. Thanks, Benny. Uh, Benny and Jessica are producing the show today. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, this is a very important show. You know, playing on the edge radio with Megan Edge. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to join her in this journey. Today, we're looking at the heart's journey, heartbreak, healing, and happiness. Um, and Megan actually throughout the show is going to be reading from her fabulous book set, series, cards, all of the above. There's also a journal because this has been written from a place of love, but also from a place of truth and healing. And so today's show, what we're doing is we're talking about those things that many of us cannot talk about, whether we go through them in relationships that are six months old, one month old, 10 years old, we're just not bringing the healing to the forefront. And I think, Megan, that's what you're doing today, you know, in our format of reading from the book, as well as sharing some very deep and personal things today. Now, I know we're going to continue here and talk about the wake-up call but how can people find out more about you and how can they get their own uh, book set with the book, with the journal, with everything? I think it's important for us to to mention how to do that because you and I will get going. We'll totally forget. <laughs> That's right. We will. <laughs> uh, we do have a Canadian distributor here. We're with Dempsey Distributing, which is one of the largest distributors of this kind of material in Canada. So if you've got a local shop that you love and you're you're in Canada, you can go to your your shop, your bookstore, and you can ask them to bring the Heart's Journey into your bookstore. 
you can also get it directly from me. I would love to be the one to be able to sell it to you. I can sign it for you. I can make it personal for you so that that connection is there. And to do that, you can go to my website, which is meganedge.ca. Uh, no, I believe <laughs> right down below me, actually. So you can, yeah. Check, yeah. <laughs> you can also connect with me on Facebook through Megan Edge Healing. I'm on LinkedIn, again, Megan Edge Healing. And through our YouTube channel, you can watch some of the interviews that have been done over the years with Hay House Publishing, with our local Shaw TV, uh, when the fir- when the book first arrived. I've, I've taken you on the whole journey of creating this from the very beginning um, all the way up until now. Mm. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we're talking about some things that have been very, very taboo for us to talk about in relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to make sure everyone knows we are taking your calls because this is a show where whether you're on Facebook or watching the show uh, or even tonight when you're watching the replay of this on Facebook or Transformation Talk Radio listening, we want to hear from you. Now, many of you have been calling into the show for the past couple weeks with relationship questions. So we want to give you an opportunity to connect with Benny in our toll-free number and Jessica on Facebook. So Benny, 1-800-930-2819, if you want to come on air and ask Megan a question, 1-800-930-2819. And Jessica is helping us answer your questions on Facebook. Um, but but Megan, you had a question for everyone today before we look at the wake-up call. You know, th- there's a question that comes to mind for our listeners to really ponder now. It's to 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 ask of yourself where your heart is, where your affections are, who do you love and how do you love? Yeah. I mentioned in the first section um, how well I was pregnant and throughout my marriage and relationship with my husband at the time, he had a tendency to fall in love with other women. I want to be really clear in ownership on that as well. I also love women. I love both men and women. And throughout my life, I've been in relationship, been in love with both men and women. And part of what my husband and I were trying to do within our relationship was to be able to have an expansiveness around loving others and with that hope that it would be something to enrich our relationship, to bring us closer together, to explore opportunities to love other people. It's polyamory is the name that it's often given or open marriage. The thing is, it wasn't exactly an open marriage. There were rules. There always has to be some communication and there needs to be boundaries. It's not an easy path to invite somebody into a relationship. What ended up happening, though, is that the rules were very one-sided. And so my experience became that it was about who he would allow in. There were stipulations on who this woman had to be, how she had to show up. There was no room for anything other than that. There was no room for men. It was, it was just to have that experience of, um, not a, not a threesome because we were looking for a relationship. Yeah. And we had one that was beautiful. We had a beautiful summer, a relationship with another woman. It was, it was wonderful. We were all on the same page and it was a lot of, excuse me, it was a lot of fun, 
until it wasn't, until, until it became very one-sided. And I know that this is not a unique experience. Uh, just in the last couple of weeks even, I've had clients come to me, I've had students come to me with this same story. It's such an interesting energy um, that we attract to ourselves when we're ready to step into some part of ourself. And then other stories start to show up that are the same or similar. Yeah. And my clients are coming to me right now with these stories from the place that I was at 15 years ago with it, or even 20 years ago with it. It's, um, it's such amazing confirmation for how deeply we want to love and how limiting is our cultural expectation of relationship. But at the end of the day, if the respect and mutual communication and mutual vision and goal isn't there between the two primary people, it's going to become painful. It is when you trigger an awful lot of insecurities, of um, jealousies or envies or hurts that start to come up to the surface. And most relationships, I would say many relationships are not mature enough for this kind of interaction to be healthy at this point in our cultural evolution. It's not to say it doesn't work and can't work. It does and it can be beautiful and it can be a real minefield as well. And that's where we found ourselves between that and financial manipulation and abuses. It became really, really problematic where we yeah, found ourselves yeah. in our relationship. And I don't want to downplay the emotional side of, uh, you know, looking at uh, polyamory, looking at the emotional connection that can happen. Some people say, oh, it's just emotion. I'm not really doing anything. But no, that's not really what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, there is an energy, you know, when things happen in our lives, when we connect with other people, period, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you know, what you're talking about is bringing a new level of awareness for us. And isn't it interesting that, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in these situations and then people from our past show up, you know, (laughs) uh, past flames. I mean, I know that happened to me. I know that happened to you, you know, where, uh, well, let's just say like out of the blue, like what, like, why are you here now? Well, yeah. there is a reason, isn't there? Yeah, there is always a reason. There is always a reason. What I'd love to do is jump back into the story as I was yeah. telling six years ago, and that yeah. us to my wake-up call uh, and the sharing of that. So I go on to say that um, my struggles were not so much about the work I was doing than about my marriage and where my husband and I had arrived within our relationship. We were stuck in negative cycles of debt and self-doubt, and I felt empty and unfocused trying to figure out how to fix everything. I knew I was not being heard and that I wouldn't be able to navigate the lip service I was receiving towards my needs and concerns much longer. And that's usually about the point where we start to feel uncomfortable in our skin and the universe starts to give us little clues. (laughs) Uh Uh, Yeah, so working Uh with my daughters and running the household kept me busy. The busyness kept me from seeing solutions to the struggles I wouldn't admit were in my marriage. I wore my happy face 24-7, holding so tightly to the illusion that I could change my circumstances by standing perfectly still and doing nothing more than all the things that I had already done. 
The universe keeps us growing and moving. If we become stagnant, spirit sends hints and waves red flags to get our attention. These are opportunities to make changes in our way of thinking or being that are intended to wake us up. If we choose not to listen to these hints and turn a blind eye, as it were, to the direction we are being encouraged to take, the universe will step in with some life-altering experience, a wake-up call. Mm. And so the universe stepped in. A car accident left me unable to work as an outdoor program guide, and my life as I knew it began to unravel. The dynamic in my home changed as we all struggled to adapt to my not being Wonder Woman. I could no longer pick up my children from school. <clears throat> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. or, and play with them. I tired easily and had little patience for the things that in the past seemed not to bother me. I was in constant physical pain. Still, there was more that the universe had in store for me. The car accident was not the big wake-up call. It was only the precursor to bigger change and transformation. I truly believe that we write our stories before we come here. Part of our job while on this earthwalk is to remember what we wrote and to fit the story pieces into our human experience. And although I felt I was moving in the right direction with my business, I remained terribly unhappy in my relationship with my husband. We were stuck in outmoded ways of relating and being with each other. We had developed unhealthy patterns of intimacy and our relationships with our debt and our money was out of control, way bigger than we could handle. But then I was awoken with a jolt. <laughs> My husband came home from work one day and said, you'll never guess who poked me on Facebook. He told me that the man I had dated in high school for three years, my first boyfriend, was at the Facebook front door. My heart dropped into my shoes and I knew my life was about to change irrevocably. I didn't know how, I just knew. What I have experienced in my own life and on my own journey, Pat, is that if we are stubborn enough to keep our blinders on like this and hope that everything will change for us without us having to do anything about that, the universe is going to throw something at us that we cannot ignore. And I look back at that, at what was going on underneath the surface of everything. And I look back at how few people in my life knew anything. In fact, I don't think anybody in my life knew where he and I had gotten ourselves to, my former husband and I. And <laughs> I see all the red flags now from this perspective 10 years later. You know, I can see how putting up with... Uh, a husband who loved to be the knight in shining armor and loved to swoop in and, and help women um, and, and out of the goodness of his heart, often. Uh, I could see how that could be a red flag. I could see how the massive debt that we were in uh, from a lot of financial mistakes and purchases that we didn't need, how that could be a red flag, how remortgaging the house four times could be a red flag, how having to be, to almost declare bankruptcy could be a red flag. And yet I was able to make all of that okay. Although it was killing me. And I and I really mean I don't mean that to be overly dramatic. It actually was. Um, the one thing I couldn't ignore was the experience of being seen. And when my husband came home and said, 
hey, this fellow's at, you know, he's contacted me on Facebook. And we were all friends in high school. We knew each other deeply the whole time I was going through. When I was with this man in the beginning, uh, I was best friends with my husband, who became my husband. Um, he said to me, I think you should, I think you should respond. And I said, no, I don't think I should respond. Why should I respond? It's been 20 years. And my husband said, well, because I think you're still holding a flame for him. I said, I'm not. And I really wasn't, Pat. I truly was not holding a flame. I, I still, I mean, I loved him in that he was my first boyfriend. We'd spent three years together. Anything that had happened between him and I was all forgiven. It was literally water under the bridge. Yeah. I was married. I had two children. I had a community of people who loved me. And I had my blinders on 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Megan, I got to tell you, it makes so much sense to me. You know, so what? For 15 years, I've been talking about how we are all connected as energetic, whatever you want. I don't really have a word for it. But mm -hmm. see, what you're talking about is a universal law. It is the law of love, is the law of respect. It is the law of connection. You know, it is the law that touches our hearts so deeply in a kind way mm -hmm. at some point in time that never is forgotten. And, you know, I mean, look, cliche, right? Love heals all, time heals all, love heals time. <laughs> I mean, we can go on. Mm -hmm. But there is truth to this. Mm -hmm. You know, there's truth to the remembering of the journey and isn't it fascinating that at that moment in your life yeah all of a sudden boom there yeah. he is we're going to take a short break we come back we have a special gift for for you out there um i i would love to know one thing from from folks listening and what that one thing is, is do you want to be able to fully express yourself in love? Mm. Are you doing that now? And do, would you love to get some help figuring out why you may not? Maybe there's someone that's called to you in your life and you're just stalling. You're looking logically. How do I, how am I going to be with them? You know, the miles, the distance, the situation. How, how, how? Mm -hmm. When we come back, Megan's going to tell you how. Let's take a <laughs> short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Feeling my way through the darkness. Guided by a beaten heart. I can't tell where the journey will end, but I know where to start. Tune in to The Truth Is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? 
The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. The knowledge book currently studied in 39 countries and 15 languages around the world accelerates our evolution, takes us out of depression, offers universal truth, protects us, and makes us stronger, both spiritually and physically. So if you are interested in the knowledge book, visit usa.thenowledgebook.net and tune in to the Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their hearts, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Everybody, welcome back. It's great to have all of you join us here today. Megan Edge, you know, playing on the Edge Radio. Uh, there's a reason that Megan and I are sitting here talking about this today. Uh, and you're going to hear more about this show. You know, those of us here at the Dr. Patrick on Transformation Talk Radio, we're going to be taking excerpts from this show today and we're going to be moving it forward. Um, I, uh, in between the, the, the show, the break, I posted something and I shared this on Facebook because, uh, listen, there's an energy, Megan, that is really growing now, not just in the United States, but all over the world. And it's an energy that has come under many names, many names. One of the names today is the heart's journey. Mm. That that's really what when I think about like all of the movements going on, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All of the marches. Hello, it's the yeah. heart's journey. That's, that's right. what's happening to women all over the world. They're following their heart. They're no longer going to be silent. You know, they're stepping up. They're doing things that make a difference. And we all do it in our own way. Right. That's 
If you're Chef Rossi and you're listening to this show, she's going to do it in the Chef Rossi kick butt, take no prisoner way. But when you and I are talking about something so gut-wrenching to talk about, Mm. we're not alone. Mm -hmm. Women together all over the world. And I wanted you to talk about this because we're also going to give a copy of of the ebook of this away. You know, this is the time for this, uh, Megan, and you've been doing it throughout the whole series, right? This, yeah, the way that I've designed this series is for us to be able to take a journey from the very first episode where we talked about the story, the power of our stories and how sharing our stories is that often that first gateway, that first door that we open to healing when we realize that we're not alone in this. Right, that other people have had similar experiences and we can connect with them and we can ask them, how did you do it? How did you get through the heartbreak and the heartache? And how did you move into the healing? And are you happy now? And, and we can, we, you know, it was funny when I was first doing this as my work, I was in the midst of all of what we're talking about today. So there I am with my, my healer's shingle out. I've started my healing practice and uh, and my marriage is falling apart and I'm falling apart. I'm in this total deconstruction energy. And the clients that were coming to see me in those early days, it was so beautiful. They were either further down the path from me, like further behind me. And so I could relate to what they were just starting to see in their own lives. Or they were a little bit further along the path. And I could learn from both of those perspectives where I was on my own journey and was really able to show up for these clients who were doing similar things, going through similar things in their, in their lives because we were sharing that story. Yeah. But what I wasn't sharing at the time with anybody was my own personal. I could, I was relating back and forth along that line of healing, but I wasn't telling anybody. I know what was going on for me because it wasn't safe. No, it wasn't safe. And the idea that he, that he, my former husband, had of love and relationship and the ideas that I had of love and relationship, they weren't the same anymore. Yeah. Somehow they had changed. And we got to ourselves to a point where when I said to him, I feel like I need to heal. I need to do the healing around all of this stuff. And I need to step into my work as a healer. His response was, but you can't. I don't want to get left behind. I said, why don't you come with me then? And he said, I don't think I can. And what's interesting is that I had wanted us to go to couples counseling for years, especially when we get to a point where there was just this bubbling up of anger and frustration and hurt and betrayal. We'd have a huge blowout. And I, I was his therapist again for the umpteenth time as he told me how much he was in love with somebody else. And I would say to him, can we just go talk to someone other than me? Because I don't want to be your therapist. I'm your wife. <laughs> I'm your best friend. I'm not your therapist. And his response was he, he didn't want to in case the, the therapist we went to go and see told him we shouldn't be together. That was his fear. That right. somebody look at our relationship and say, are you kidding me with this? What are you guys doing together? Yeah. But when my wake-up call happened, when this old love came back into my life suddenly the shoe is on the other foot and he's saying to me we need to go see a counselor yeah and we were in that counselor's office so fast (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's, remember, I don't know, like when we first started this, I said something really interesting um, uh, it, uh, uh, about this that you can't go back. And now we have a caller calling in that mm-hmm. would like to ask us a question about this. Because I said you can't go back. And what I meant by that is you can't go back to your reverse your awakening. But it doesn't mean that we don't have past lives that have affected us, that we don't have other energies around that. And we have a caller, actually, that has called into the show that has a question, I think, Benny, about that. Is that right? Yeah, we'll take Sharon calling in from San Diego. Hello, Sharon. Welcome to the show. Hey, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Thank um, you for tuning us in I, and turning I, us on. How can we help you? I, better yet, how can Megan help you? <laughs> oh, yes. Always great shows. Um, basically, I I have a question in regards to, like, the past lives and how important is it to heal that and how deep do you need to get in there to heal that to have it not affect this life mm. as much, if, if any. Okay, so am, am I understanding the question correctly? Is how is it that, or how can we heal pa- our past life experiences so yes. that they don't get in the way of our relationships in this lifetime? Yeah, that's correct. Right, right. and yeah. how deep do we need to get? How deep do we need to get? We're getting pretty deep in this show. Just saying a little bit, but make it, make it. Go ahead. When I do any sort of healing work with people, we always start with this current lifetime first. Because there's enough going on in this lifetime that we may need to heal and work with. And then we sometimes get ourselves to a point where we're not finding the source of the relationship difficulty or the pain that we're in or the patterns that we seem to keep getting ourselves stuck in. And that's the point where I would take a client. That's, yeah, sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah, you just have to turn down your radio a little bit, Sharon. Got it. Yeah, good. Go ahead, Megan. So that's the point where we would then start to look at how these relationships may have originated in another lifetime and have been brought into this current lifetime because this is the opportunity for us to change the way we're relating to the other person or heal something about the relationship that we've had with them in the past. And so when that is the case, then I think it is really important that we do that past life exploration and and understanding of where those patterns of relationship got set up so that we can better understand how we're relating to the person in this lifetime and and do either the healing work or the stepping out of the relationship work, if that's what Mm -hmm. is going to be best for both people. Yeah. Uh, Megan, though, in your class that you do as well, Confident Healer, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about the many layers of this, Sharon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hope, there? Sharon, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, don't hang up. We want to give you a special ebook gift. So don't hang up. Benny will get some information from you. I, you know what? I'm, I'm a, I really want to acknowledge you, Sharon, for a moment, if we could. Uh, that you have even thought about the many layers of this, right, Megan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because we, we often feel lost if we don't understand where the patterns of behavior are coming from. Yeah. I know personally, having done an enormous amount of my own past life work, I know the places where my former husband and I have been in relationship before. 
And I know that we purposely connected with one another in this lifetime, at least I feel mm -hmm. that we did, so that we could do this work. And I want to be really clear about something. I don't believe that any of what occurred for me in my marriage and as my marriage went in, in, as he and I went in our separate directions, is in any way a failure. No. It's not a failure to love. It's not a failure to be with one another. And it's not a failure of relationship. I believe that every relationship has its own life force. And we come together for specific reasons. And when those reasons have been fulfilled, then there is a natural separation that happens. And sometimes that separation happens through separation and divorce or breaking up. Sometimes it happens through death as one person moves on to their next life. You know, however it is, when the, when the agreement has been fulfilled, there will be a natural dissolution. I think in our culture, we hang on so tightly to an idealized version of the white picket fence, love you forever in sickness and in health, and that it is somehow a failure when a relationship doesn't make it. We can put ourselves into a really awful tailspin around that. What if every relationship does have its own energy? And if you're finding yourself right now struggling in your relationship, maybe the best thing for that relationship is to make room in your heart for something new to yeah. strengthen your relationship with yourself first and then, and then find yeah. who else is out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sharon, does that make sense? Because, you know, I think it's important to really take what Megan's saying. You know, if the relationship we have with ourselves is, you know, not scoring very highly on the love scale, then that is really the place to start. But more importantly, you know, my sense is you've got some past life work that you probably want to get a little help with because you you very clearly have pinpointed that, right? Yes. I wanted to know how um, deep does, uh, does she get with uh, past life? Like, for example, like, um, you know, uh, basically how... How good are her skills with that in that area? Oh, Megan? Skills with that? Yeah, Ma Megan's, Megan oh. works with women all over the world. You know, her confident healing program is phenomenal. I mean, there's nothing quite like it. Um, and I would invite you to talk with Megan. Uh, Megan, how can people get a hold of you? We forgot to tell folks. Yeah, sure. Uh, Send me an email. And, and, yeah. Yeah. But Sharon, Sharon, we're going to get your information because we're going to send you the ebook. So I will pass that on to Megan for her to call you. How's that sound? That sounds great. Yeah. Okay, but, Sharon. Okay, so don't hang up. Don't hang up. Benny's going to get the information. And we'd love to give you a gift. Uh, and thank you so much for this question. It's so seriously important. You know, as a matter of fact, that question you asked, when I discovered the answer to that question, it reconnected me with uh, a, an old love, the love of my life. And I'm telling you that when you do this, this work with Megan, uh, you're going to be smiling a lot. Uh, Sharon, thank you for calling in. Um, Be Benny, please get Sharon's information. I know we only have a few minutes left, but I love her question because mm -hmm. she's asking how deep, uh -huh. how deep will you be willing to go? Uh -huh. What you did today in this show 
and what you're sharing. And I know there's more. We're going to have to do part two to this. I think so. <laughs> this is con- uh-huh. this is deep work, folks. It is. It is it's deep, deep work. work. When you can share this honestly mm-hmm. and authentically, it doesn't really get any deeper than that for me. It, it doesn't. And where what part of her question was, how deep can I take her with it? Yeah. Well, take her as deep as she's ready and willing and able to go into those other lifetime relationships and do the healing work around those experiences so that they're no longer triggering her into this lifetime. That's absolutely work that I do. And I love doing life work. I would also want to be looking at how is she showing up in love now? What's coming up for her now and bring her back to this present moment, because this is where it is showing up. This is where we are. We are teaching people how to treat us. This is where we are in the opportunity to to navigate our relationships and to really be in those relationships. And I want to be really clear that I'm not suggesting that in every relationship, when things get tough, you should just bolt for the hills. Not at all. What I want to share is the last paragraph in the first chapter of the book, which is this. Transitioning out of any relationship is full of turmoil, and mine was no exception. Once you know the life force is gone from your relationship, the choice is yours to stay or not. Sometimes the journey is to stay within the relationship and create something new. And sometimes the journey is to move out of the relationship and make yourself into something new. Regardless of your choice, guidance is always needed. You are not meant to do this alone. Mm, It was kind of beautiful. Well, and that's fundamental because for me, where I had found myself was so isolated. I had isolated myself. I had let myself get so small that I didn't even know where I was anymore in my own body and my own sense of myself. And that's a really painful place to be. Right? Yeah. And the process, the journey, the wake-up call, the 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 looking at the dynamics of my relationship and intimacy and money and all of that, it came at a point in my life where I never would have expected it, right? Because I had said to myself, I would never put my children through a divorce the way that my parents put me through a divorce. Right. And as I was going through it, I began to understand I'm not putting my children through a divorce the way my parents put me through a divorce. I'm doing it in a very different way. And where we find ourselves now 10 years later I have a beautiful 16-year-old, an amazing 13-year-old. These young women are incredible. They are so grounded. They know how loved they are by all the people in their lives. We were all, both my husband, my former husband and I, were so careful to not fight in front of them, to not pull them into a dialogue between the two of us, to not put them in the, in the middle of it. And I, gave, I give him huge credit for that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? I agree. Yeah, so... And I think we're going to do part two in this because how we show up in the endings of things are equal, Mm -hmm. if not more important than how we start our new beginnings. Megan, please give out your website, lots of information. And I think we're going to do a part two for this. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'm at Megan at MeganEdge.ca. That's how you can email me. MeganEdge.ca is the website. There's lots of great information on there, ways that you can get in touch with me really easily. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Uh, where else am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Transformation Talk you. Radio, the Dr. That's Pet the Show, the Transformation yeah. Network, yeah. Uh, the fabulous publisher yeah. that published your books, a- and you're teaching women, helping women all over the world heal through your classes, your courses, and your personal coaching. You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.